Hello and welcome to the B2Bs podcast, the best place to collect killer ideas for big business. And today we have got a beast in the building. He is an international revenue growth expert and the head of content for Falcon AI, where he helps businesses win deals and build a reliable pipeline with intelligent revenue automation. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Tyler <laughs> Washington. Oh my God, international expert. <laughs> but definitely, um, definitely happy to be here, man. Definitely happy to hop on the show. Likewise, likewise. Thank you for sharing your time, your talents, your your expertise with us here today. We'll start with a quick little snapshot of your world. Where are you tuning in from and what are you most grateful for right now in your life, your business, anything? Um, I'm calling from Myrtle Beach um, and located in South Carolina, right on the coast, right next to the beach. Um, eight minutes from the beach, so I head there like anytime I want to clear my head or just get some space. Um, so it's pretty relaxing down here. Um, what I'm most grateful for, I would say just, just for life right now. Um, you know, just like seeing like how far I've came in like the last two years, like I cannot be more grateful for like the position I'm in right now just because like I, I did not see <laughs> any of this coming. So I'm definitely grateful for this. This is amazing. This is, uh, love, love seeing these types of stories because the accelerated pace we're able to enter uh, the B2B space or just a new industry, new AI, uh, anything, or just a new role um, has kicked up to such a quick speed. It used to be this like people were thinking in like decade or like 40 year career paths. And I'm like, bro, people don't know what they're going to be doing four months from now, yet alone like 40 years. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, like seriously. Uh, you have really had a unique and interesting, I guess, angle and approach into that journey of just, from what I can see on the outside, you just dove head first straight in and you are picking up speed and momentum. So let's explore that story. How did you get involved in the B2B space? And how has that journey kind of been so far? Because it doesn't look like it was something originally on your agenda. Um, and for many folks, it often isn't. And something you have to stumble into and sense those opportunities. So how how was that entry point and that starting point for you? Yeah, so like the year of like 2020, 2021, like when COVID first hit, like that might have been like the worst time ever. Cause at, at that point in time, like I was, I was working at Budweiser. I was slinging beers in stores, like stocking shelves, like the labor, like the labor of that job. It it was insane. Like I work, I, I, the only off days I had was Monday and Wednesday. So I worked every single weekend for like three months straight. Like I was tired. And then after work, you know, that's when I was, I was doing personal training. Like I was doing full on personal training, like helping football teams do strength and conditionings. I was doing one-on-ones with clients. I even had online training. Like I thought personal training is like, I thought that was going to be my life. Like I thought that was it for me. I thought maybe I'm going to go open a gym one day. Maybe I'll just like train full time. Like I thought that was it. Um, and then once COVID hit, like that's when, that's when everything went to shit. You know, I, I lost most of my clients because most of the athletes, they, they weren't in school anymore. So, you know, they weren't doing football. Um, and then everyone, you know, they didn't really have, everyone's losing their job. So they didn't really have like the funds to pay for like, you know, extra things like training. 
Um, so after, so after a while, you know, I had to go find like a regular job just to just to pay the bills. Um, so I was I was at Verizon. I was miserable. <laughs> I was miserable because <laughs> I was I was working basically at a call center. It was a work from home job, but it was a call center job. Um, so every day, you know, Sunday through Thursday, 11 to 8, I'm on the phones nonstop getting yelled at by old ladies about outrageous bills and everything of that nature. So that so that was it was just horrible, man. Like like that time in my life, it just felt like everything was just like on rinse and repeat. It was boring. I felt like I just plateaued and I just hated like where I was in life. Um, and then eventually, you know, I had two paternity brothers, one I lived with and one who just came and lived with us like for no reason, just for the heck of it. Um, they both broke into tech around the, the same exact time. And I'm and I'm I'm sitting back looking like, dang, like they, they you know, they sure have like a lot of freedom. They're making good money. I was seeing Amazon packages coming in every single day. <laughs> one of them, like one of them, he ma- he makes great money. He makes over like a hundred k. So like he's ordering DoorDash all day long. I'm like, dang, like what? Is, like what are you? Like what are you doing? Um, and literally, like I quit my job on like a random Wednesday. I wouldn't even say I quit. I just stopped going. Um, and I just I started sitting in, in the living room with them, and I was just sitting with them like while they were in their meetings. And I was doing different certifications, like watching different YouTube videos on like venture capital and how to break into tech. And then like, that's just when I started my journey. Um, you know, I started doing an interview for this one company and you know, this, this is the way I, this is the way I messed up like completely. Um, cause I put all my eggs in one basket just because I didn't, I didn't know about tech like that. I didn't know that you had to reach out to the hiring managers or maybe take multiple interviews and have different options. Like I put all my eggs in one basket and I had high hopes that I was going to get the job because both of them work for the same company. So I, you know, I, I felt pretty confident. I was like, you know, what? I, I think I got it. Um, so I made it to the the third interview. It, it took it took months. Like the interview process took at least two months. And then by the time I got to the third interview, you know, I'm thinking like, hey, I should hear back in like the next couple of weeks. Maybe I got the job. I didn't. I still didn't hear anything for like the next month. And then I remember this vividly. I, I checked my phone, I got that email, and they put the hiring process on hold. I dropped to the floor instantly. Like, I, I dropped to the floor, I was in tears, I was, like, I was just done. Like, I was, I was done. I was like, man, like, I, I thought, like, I had it in the bag. Like, I was comfortable. I wasn't looking for any other jobs. Like, I thought, like, I had it. Why? Like, I thought I had it. And, like, that next day, um... Like I, I didn't give up. Like I, I kept trying. I was like, man, I can't, I can't call it quits here. So I put in like maybe like thirty applications like that next day. And next thing you know, I had like ten interviews lined up for like that entire week. So I'm just nonstop drilling interview, interview, interview. Um, but I was unemployed for like the the next two months, and that's when that's when things got really hard. Um, and that's why I'm so driven today because it's like you know, like I know what it feels like to be at rock bottom. And I'm not trying to be there again. Um, so like, so that was, that was very rough for me. Um, I was smoking every day. I was going through heart, a heartbreak at that point in time. I could not find a job or nothing. Um, and so finally, like, you know, I, I got through that phase of life and I finally got a, a job at this, um, the C company called Arrivio. They're like a, a cybersecurity company. Um, they offered me a decent salary. It wasn't like the best salary. It wasn't like what I was offered by the other job. But I was like, man, it's a job. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's a freaking job. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm finally, I'm finally gonna be in tech. Um, 
and that's just kind of like where it started for me like they just they took a chance on me like I didn't necessarily have the experience but like they were just willing to take that chance and it just kind of it all started from there wow wow I love hearing these (laughs) these journeys because very rarely is it ever anybody that's like oh yeah I went to school (laughs) fully planning on this and totally landed it's always always an amazing fascinating story like that um that really shows the lanes that we have available i think a lot of people really limit what they think they're capable of and my kind of the headspace you were in not even a couple years ago yeah i I guess i could be a physical trainer or like well maybe if i hope that works out and then like now you're in tech high level sales you started in that taking that to like a whole new level as now what i can see from the outside as head of content Mm-hmm. for falcon so what does the snapshot of your world look like nowadays because you are no longer training kids for high school football <laughs> and i'm guessing you make a lot more <laughs> um what does this snapshot of your day look like now in your content ai b2b mm-hmm. world what's that feel like what's that look like yeah man it, it just it feels so good um you know like being a bdr like I made, like I definitely made the most out of it. Like I tried to have as as much fun as possible, but like I just wasn't like a, a salesperson. Like I I was not a salesperson at heart. Like I knew like I was the marketer, I was the creator, and that's what I wanted to do. Um, so just being able to wake up every single morning and I know like I get to do what I love. I get to go have fun. I can make videos. I can go send people cookies and and go grow the following on Falcon. Like like that's what that's what I love to do. Um. And then, of course, like just having like a, a leadership team that like trusts me so much. Like I'm just not like I'm in meetings all day and I have people micromanaging me or telling me what to do. Like I'm I'm very proactive. So like I'm always finding things to do. I'm always on top of things. I'm always building, experimenting. I'm, you know, I'm not afraid to break things. Um, so it's like I feel like I show up time and time again just because I love what I do. Like I don't do it because it's in my job description. I don't do it because someone asked me to. I do it because I genuinely want to do it and I want to be here and I want to grow and learn. Um, because even then, like this role is started as like a community manager, but now I'm, but now I'm doing everything marketing. Like now I'm like the only marketer at the company. So I'm doing content, I'm doing like email marketing, I'm running, I'm running the socials, like I'm, I'm doing everything. And it's not like I just knew how to do it. No, like I was just willing to learn and go do it. Um, even if it meant like going on chat GPT and asking it to like, hey, can you teach me how to do this? Like just going to learn to do it myself. Um, so it's been pretty fun, like just being able to just experiment and try new things every single day. I'm just impressed over here to see these type of stories, because a lot of times it isn't what you would expect from the outside. You see top head of content, top sales guy, and you just assume there's years, possibly decades of of doing that. Um that's just not the case, especially in eras where it's evolving so quickly that you have to go ask GPT, GPT what what the hell this means. Um, and it is evolving so fast that those who are willing to learn and dive in and just adapt, they're the ones finding these roles and, and thriving and doing well. Um, so I'd love to hear now in kind of understanding your world, you clearly are doing something right over there now in this new chapter that you've found what habit or task do you consider 
non-negotiable? What is something that now you have to do ideally every single day, whether it's on the life side, the personal side, or, or on the business side, what's something you have to do every day, every day. Um, or would recommend or suggest would be valuable. <laughs> Maybe it's difficult uh, to do uh, in practice, um, but would love to hear. Yeah, what what helps you stay creative, stay on the phones, keeping those needles moving, um, compared to what whatever that old status was before, where you were almost paralyzed, kind of in that anxiety, fear, worries. Um, because clearly you're rocking and rolling and <laughs> doing so now. What shifted? What changed in your your day to day structure or habits? I would say like just just always helping others, like always helping people behind me. I feel like there's a lot there's a lot of people in this world like they finally get to the top and they just forget everyone behind them. Like I'm always that person where it's like I want like I want to get to the top, but at the same time like I want to bring my family with me, I want to bring my friends with me, and I want to bring a community with me as well because you know it, it definitely it gets lonely up there. Like I don't want to be at the top by myself. Um, so I'm definitely open to like helping everybody every chance I get, whether it's like SDR is looking to break into tech or whether it's SDR is just looking to, you know, better them, better themselves with video prospecting or just, you know, their day to day task. Um, any way that I can help someone like that's just something I look to do every day. If whether it's like inspiring someone is adding value, teaching them something, um, I'm always open to it just because I know like when I came up, like I didn't have everything, but I had like teachers who are willing to take a chance on me. I had mentors who put me on game and, and taught me a lot, you know? Um, so if I can take that knowledge that I learned and I can pass it on to people behind me, you know, that's, that's a game changer for me. That's a win. You know, I can make all the money in the world, but at the end of the day, like if I'm not helping anyone, if I'm not adding value, then it's like, what does it even mean in the end? Um, so like, I'm all about helping others. Amen. Uh, and we see it over and over. Some of the most valuable opportunities simply come from leaving that door open, helping that entry level SDR that two, three years later recommends you to their boss. And now it's your biggest client ever. Like those little moments that people would just scooch right on by be like, Oh no, that's not our ICP. Like they're not, they're not good for us. I'm not talking to that guy. Like very easy to do like day to day, especially the higher up the food chain you go. Um, so I'd love, love hearing that even as you're you're leveling up in that category. You're still feeding and kind of building and investing in those relationships because you never know when those are going to pop back up. I see it over and over and over again. You have to like all these, you, you have all these sales reps building their brands. Now you never know, like they might be the next VP of sales. They might be the next CRO. Like you just never know like where they're going to be in life. So, I mean, you help them now and they're going to help you later on. Just because like I said, like I know what rock bottom feels like. So it's like, if I ever get to that point again, like, I know I can at least reach out to some people that I've helped in the past and I can expect maybe it's like, you know, a handout in return. Um, so definitely always be willing to help others um, just because like you just never know when you may need them. Mm. No, it's it's so true. And you mentioned a quick little detail there that I think is going to be a huge shift in especially B2B and high ticket B2B is sales reps or biz dev anybody investing in their personal brand now this is the direction we're seeing a lot of companies a lot of teams going and no. yourself included uh okay. the reason we're talking today uh is 95 percent because of your personal brand what yeah. you've been building the content 
And obviously you need a business, a community, a job to do that. Mm -hmm. And Falcon is the avenue in which you're doing that. But it is heavily focused on you as an individual. And that's, that's why we're talking here. So I'd love to explore that uh, and as, as we're kind of stealing all of the secret sauce we can from your world. What is your approach to integrating your personal brand into your sales process or your content process? Yeah, I think I think the personal brand is is super important, especially when you when you're a salesperson. I think people are are more likely to trust you when they see like you have a brand. They see like you're you're actually human. Just because like let's like let's say I'm a prospect and I see someone send me a connection request. You know their their profile picture looks a little you know sketchy. They don't post at all. They don't really have any details or bio in their LinkedIn profile. And it's like hmm like why like why would I follow you? I, I don't think you're gonna add any value. It looks like you're just gonna pitch me right away. Versus like, you know, you have like a, a profile that's very energetic, like you have a nice profile picture, you have a nice banner, um, you post consistently and you actually get people engaged and you engage with other people. Um, so now it's like I'm, I'm more likely to actually engage with you and talk to you. Like even when even when I was a BDR, like I will call people, I would send them LinkedIn DMs and they would already know like who I am before like even sending a pitch. And like, I feel like, the and it's crazy because the biggest objection I got, like my last month of being an SDR, it was never like, oh no, we don't have the budget. Oh no, I'm not interested. It was, how'd you make the video? Like, <laughs> or aren't you the, aren't you the kid that booked Kevin Dorsey? Like, like oh people, like people, people just know you. So like, once you build that brand, it, it just becomes so much easier. Like even, we even had a couple inbounds. Like people even said like, I saw Tyler's posts. Like that, that's yeah. important. Like now, like now you're basically like sales and marketing. Now you're playing both sides. So you don't have to have that growth ladder to only be an AE or only be a, a sales manager. You can go into marketing. You can be a head of content. You can be a community manager. There's so many other opportunities out there um, if you can just build that brand. And even then, like it's it's crazy because there's some people out here that will literally give you a chance or just have that conversation solely because you have a brand. You don't even have to be good. <laughs> but if they if they like you enough and they're willing to take that chance, they'll bring you on Like just because they like you, just because they like oh, you. Yeah. I will take it one step further. I have even seen the opposite where there is somebody that I know does not need the service, <laughs> but because they want to work with that person, be yeah. closer, have that access, have that uh, relationship with that personal brand, they still get the sale. <laughs> and uh, that is the strongest version I ha I really have seen is when it really can pull all the way to that level. And obviously yeah. that's an extreme exaggeration but it does set the stage for the shift in where people's personality is um and just simply recognizing that people buy based on emotion they yeah. justify with logic but the reason they truly truly buy is always always going to be emotional and that personal brand that you're mentioning it really highlights it's the the <laughs> Welcome to dark social, baby. <laughs> where we have no idea where all of this stuff's coming from. They were yeah. on a podcast episode, then they saw you on LinkedIn, then they saw you on TikTok, then mm -hmm. there was an email because they signed up for the newsletter. Mm -hmm. And then after like months later, you have a perfect post on LinkedIn that like is the right messaging, right time, and then boom, now they pop up and all you see on that form is, "Oh, I saw Tyler's LinkedIn post." You don't see the rest of all of that journey, those other touch, all of those dozens of other touch points. Um, and that's what I think a lot of people 
really have to upgrade and really just level up to this next stage, you're not going to have a simple paid journey like where they search, click, buy, done. Like, unless they're selling like $10 e-commerce products, like <laughs> that is so not the case. That is so not the journey. And I love that you've been able to highlight the power of bringing that personality and that brand uh, to the forefront. So while we're still stealing your secret sauce, I got another question to ask in your day-to-day -day process, whether it's life or business, what tool or application is a must have? for you, for your life side or for your business? What do you have to use? I would say CapCut and Canva. Like I, I live, I live in those two apps. Um, so when I was a BDR, when it came to like videos, like I was, I was always Canva heavy. Just like, it's, it's super beginner friendly. Um, so it's super easy to use. Um, it's not overcomplicated at all. Um, any filter you want to use, any it, like effects you want to use, it's pretty easy to add it in the video. Um, but now I'm, I'm pretty CapCut heavy. Um, CapCut and uh, mix of CapCut and Vscript. Um, so I use CapCut to do like most of like my editing, like the filters, um, you know, cutting and cutting and pasting, and then I put it in Vscript so I can add the the captions, the subtitles. The captions are like my new favorites. <laughs> like before, like I would I would do it manually, but now like I can just put um pop it in Vscript and it does it for me. So I'm definitely like a big fan of the of the subtitles. Um, loving that. Um, but that's definitely like, those are definitely like the two biggest tools that I use like in my day to day, like every single day, just for content all around. Boom. Yeah. Content efficiency. You are, you are in good company here. That is my micro obsession, um, over here on this set. Uh, brilliant, brilliant advice here, uh, from the secret sauce. Thank you for sharing that, letting us steal that from your world. Now we're going to jump into the world's fastest game show ever. Are you ready to play this or that? We're gonna get three rounds of randomly generated options. All you have to do is pick one or the other. If you make it through all three rounds, we got a nice prize for you. Gotcha. <laughs> all right, onward to round one. Running or walking? Running. Oh, simple. Yeah. Judging by our prior conversation, <laughs> this guy runs. This guy runs wherever he is going. <laughs> um, oh, this is interesting. Uh, guacamole or salsa? Salsa. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Why? Why salsa? I don't like I, I never. I don't think I ever had guacamole before, so I just got yeah. one with salsa. We Plenty need to resolve this in, uh, in real life. First, found our first uh, action item when we sync up IRL. <laughs> uh, this one is interesting. Would you rather work from office or work from home? Oh, I would never see office again. <laughs> I, I would never see office again. I, I, I love working at home. I love Welcome it. Welcome to the new age. There we go. <laughs> oh, love it. Uh, well, congratulations. You just beat the game, this or that. Uh, your prize. Why don't you go ahead and share what are you up to right now? And for the folks that are listening um, on the business side, uh, how can they get involved with you? Either on the community side, following you personally or with Falcon specifically on some of these higher level revenue intelligence systems. Mm -hmm. How does that whole process, how does that whole journey 
get started. Yeah, man. Like either you can follow me, you can follow the Falcon page. Um, so every day, like I'm, I'm dropping engagement and engaging content. Like, so I made it a mission to post a video every single day, whether it's from my personal page or the Falcon page. Um, but I am, I am doing it like a hundred percent on the Falcon page every single day. Um, dropping like insightful videos, motivational videos to keep, you know, BDRs and AEs going, um, you know, throughout these hard times. Um, and just making people laugh, you know, every now and then. Um, I think most of my content is is very simple. Um, it's either like a video that's going to be very insightful or it's a meme that's going to make you laugh or it's going to be a poll that's going to, you know, evoke those emotions and really just have a chance for people to actually speak up. Um, I literally did a, a poll, was it early, yeah, earlier this week? It was on like anxiety and stress. Um, and like the first two options were basically saying like, yes, like we do have it, like it is present. Um, and then like the other half was basically saying like, it's manageable. Um, but, but majority like that top 70% were saying like they had stress and anxiety. Um, so if I can, you know, always be helpful, like when it comes to stress and anxiety, just cause like for me, like I, I struggle with it. Um, especially being a BDR, just because like, that's probably one of the toughest jobs ever, especially when, it, especially when it comes to layoffs, like we're like, you're the first ones to go. So just just knowing that like every day, like, you know, like no day is promised. Um, it's just good to like just help people make them laugh, make them happy, you know, relieve any stress as, as possible. Um, you follow me, like that's definitely the type of energy you're going to get. And we're going to have a lot of fun as well. Um, like this week, I've been sending out a ton of cookies. Um, so if you want to win some cookies, some, some group <laughs> cookies, definitely come give us a follow. You might get a chance to win some and I might give some out today. So <laughs> we'll see. Yes. This is awesome. Amazing, amazing, and well, well worth the follow. Um, I've been following your journey on LinkedIn. Um, and yeah, any of these other platforms that anybody is on, go ahead and follow Falcon AI, Falcon with a K. And you will find Tyler's most recent adventures um, <laughs> and future adventures as well. So I'm very, very much looking forward to those because since your baseline of where you've started and the snapshot of where you're at, the trajectory is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So I am very genuinely excited to see um, people like you just diving in, taking it like head on, like a completely new world, new industry. But that's what people love when it comes to content, people who can truly relate with and just understand it's it's difficult when you hear some of the podcasts and stuff <laughs> like there's like yeah i'm on my seventh company i sold my first <laughs> six for a couple hundred mil i'm in my beach house or whatever oh. and like it just doesn't quite like click yeah the same way it does for the rest of us and i love 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 seeing this new chapter that you're taking um so just wanted to take a quick moment to acknowledge appreciate and definitely recommend that follow for everybody listening thank you awesome so let's jump into the final final question of the show here this last question is for one specific listener that might be just starting out on that early stage or they might be just stuck trying to kick it to that next level what final words of advice or motivation you have to kick that listener into beast mode just don't give up and keep on pushing um of course like you know things can definitely get hard like it's, it's times where things can feel like complete shit it can feel hopeless and it can feel like you know nothing is going right 
But if you can just like find one positive out of each day just to keep yourself going, like that's it's, it's highly recommended. Um, just because like, you know, I was in a place where, you know, even, but I'm, I'm like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like even before, like I got this promotion, like that, that last month, like I was burning out. Like I was, I was ready to quit. I was ready to, I was, I was done. Like I was, I was ready to quit. I'm like, man, like I'm getting tired of this BDR stuff. I'm getting tired of getting rejected every single day. Um, but it's just like, you just know, like, okay, if I can get, if I can get through this, like, I know like the future is bright. And I feel like that's the, the best thing to keep you going. Like the, looking into the future, like, you know, if I, if I can get through maybe this next year, maybe two, I know like for the rest of my life, like I will be good because I made it through this rough spot. So once you get out that rough spot, just know like you're going to be living good. Um, so it's, it's, it's key to keep going. Cause once you, once you give up, if you give up, you know, like you're, you're still left with nothing. So you might as well just keep going, fight through the storm, and when, once you get through it, like it's all good. Boom! Love it. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the B to Beast podcast. This has been Tyler Washington. <laughs>